Welcome to the Becoming a Better You podcast, where personal growth meets professional development. This is your source for soft skills awareness, enhancement, and personal mastery. I'm your host and your guide, Herm Allen. It is my desire that today you will walk away one step closer to becoming a better you. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Becoming a Better You podcast with Herm Allen. That's me, Herm Allen, your Dean of Personal Growth. I just want to take a quick second to say I am so thankful. I am thankful that I'm on top of the earth and the earth is not on top of me. And I hope that you have found something to be thankful for and to be grateful for. It's so easy for us to get caught up in what 2020 is bringing us, but there's still something for us to be thankful for. So, you know, take time out today and find out what it is that you're truly thankful for. And that that should help propel you uh, to move forward. So I I just wanted to mention that at at this point. You know, things can be crazy around us, but there's still that one little flicker of light and of hope that should keep you moving forward. So by all means, do so. Fair enough? Cool. Today I want to talk to you about how to build and maintain meaningful relationships. You know, relationships can be challenging. And when I talk about relationships, I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. You know, we have relationships at work. We have relationships as parents with our children. We have relationships in our friendships because friendships are a type of relationship and many others that are out there. So as I'm going through today, think about the relationships that you are involved with. And think of relationships, again, in a broader sense. I don't want you to just think of a relationship as, you know, a a romantic relationship. Okay? And, you know, the quality of our relationships has a big influence on the quality of our lives. You know, relationships are like a living organism. They require nurturing, attention, and energy to thrive. Now, when they're ignored, relationships, that is, they degrade and wither away. Look at the relationships in your life that ended, and I bet you will find that at some point they lost the combination of being nurtured, given attention, or they lacked energy. So how do you build and maintain meaningful relationships? Well, that's what I want to talk to you today about. Here are a few things that I believe can be of help to you. 
Now, you may think of some others. You may think I'm way off base. But nonetheless, let's let's take a look at these these things that I believe could be of help in maintaining meaningful relationships as well as building meaningful relationships. So let's get started. The first thing that I think could be of help to you is fix yourself. The people we bring into our lives are often attempts to patch our own shortcomings. You know, you always try to you want to fill the void. You don't always have to fill the void. You know, we often use others as distractions to our own shortcomings. You know, when you raise up your own life, you'll naturally raise your standards. Let me repeat that again. When you raise up your own life, you will naturally raise your standards. Now, our friends and lovers are often very much like us. If you're routinely having challenges in your life, you'll feel comfortable with others who are similarly challenged. Kind of goes along with misery loves company. Not to say that your relationships are in a miserable state, but usually whatever state that you're in, you're going to probably attract those who are in that type of state or you will gravitate towards people who share a similar state of being that you're in at that point. But when you have your own life together, you'll find similar people are attracted into your life that way as well. So the first thing that you can do to help build and maintain meaningful relationships is fix yourself. We all have something that probably needs to be fixed, whether you are aware or not. And even more so, even if you accept it or not. But first, fix yourself. Second, focus on what you can provide to the other person in the relationship. You know, it, 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 it does not take much to make most people happy most of the time. You know, when the other person is happy and content, they'll be in a better position to make you happy, too. You know, though happiness is internal, or at least it should be, it is also reciprocal. And when I say happiness is internal, don't always look for someone else to make you happy. The happiness should come from within and move outwardly. Think of it this way. You know, as I said, happiness is internal and it's also reciprocal, meaning give what you desire and receive what you give. An example that I, I gave my kids when they were younger was don't try to find friends to feel accepted, to be a part of the group, to fit in. Instead, what I taught them was be friendly. Again, provide friendship. And those individuals who appreciate your friendship, they will be more accepting of you. Again, you got to catch this. You're not trying to fit in to be happy. But what you're doing is being happy so that you can draw the happiness towards you. 
That's what I taught my kids. It comes from inside. And if you're friendly to other people and they don't reciprocate, then you know that's not a relationship that you need to have. Think about it. Think about that. So that's number two. Focus on what you can provide to the other person. Number three, do meaningful things together. You know, if you love art, it's much more meaningful to share it with someone. You'll find that you enjoy watching others enjoy themselves. Even if the activity isn't interesting to you, because we don't always share similar interests. However, we can share meaningful experiences and those emotions will spill over into your relationship. Again, reciprocity applies here as well. Showing interest in what's meaningful to your partner or to your friend, it goes a long way. Let me give you a, a, a quick example. When my wife and I Well, prior to us getting married, you know, we're both big sports fans. So we already had that interest in common, those experiences. She's from the South. I'm from the North. Two totally different cultural experiences and backgrounds. And there are things that she liked and things that I liked. And there are some things that I had never got into in particular. And even to this day, she's into, you know, the Food Network, HGTV. Those were not things that really interested me at the time. But because we were together and, you know, at the time I didn't know where we were going with it, but I showed an interest in watching those television shows with her. You know, it got to the point where I looked forward to watching those shows with her. And to this day, there are even times if she's not home or, you know, she's asleep, I may turn it on those networks myself just so that I could watch it. Because now it's interesting to me. But again, we did those meaningful things together. We, we, we watched shows that at one point were not interesting to me, but I showed an interest by watching them with her. And that made our relationship a lot stronger. So that's one way, you know, I just want to give you that quick example of how you can do meaningful things together. So that's number three. Number four, have deep conversations. If all you talk about is work and the weather, the relationship will never have any depth to it. You know, while friendships and romantic relationships start out as a casual level, You know, as I mentioned before, my wife, we started out in in a casual fashion. But over time, things must become deeper if the relationship is going to become more meaningful. And again, and that's whether it's a romantic relationship or friendship, you know, social friendship, even a work relationship. If you choose to go that way. Now, what you choose to talk about. Now, that's that's truly up to you. I'm not going to tell you what you need to talk about, but it should have some depth to it. You know, it could be about world events. It could be about future goals. 
or it could be about your likes and your dislikes. You know, depending on where you are in the relationship, make an attempt to avoid touchy subjects. And trust me, you'll know what they are when you bring them up, you know, as it it may be more of a timing issue rather than a touchy issue. You know, when you bring up a specific topic or a subject and the person is a little resistant to going there, have some sense of awareness. You know, have some social awareness. That's the emotional intelligence that comes in of being aware of what that person is willing and unwilling to address at that moment. It could be a timing thing because with relationships, in order to go deep in the conversation, you have to have some time. You know, you're not going to expose your deep, dark secrets with someone you just met a couple of hours ago. At least I hope you won't do that. But over time, you build some trust. You see what you have in common and you kind of know what areas to talk about, things that you don't. But again, if you want to build and maintain that relationship at some point, you're going to have to have those deep conversations. And again, that's a choice. If you want that relationship to develop and grow, yeah, you're going to have those deep conversations. Now, relationships and interactions are different. Relationships have a time component. An interaction is very short. You know, you may interact with people on a daily basis, but just because you interact with them on a daily basis does not necessarily mean you're ha- you have a working or meaningful relationship with them. So I just wanted to put that out there real quickly as well. So that's the fourth thing that you can do that can help you uh, build and maintain meaningful relationships. A fifth thing you can do is to consider important details in their lives. You know, we all dislike when someone forgets our birthday or our anniversary or some other special moment in our lives. Take note if you have to. But stay on top of the important items going on in their lives. Again, there's some 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 time in there. You know, how how do you find out what those important details in their lives are? You know, knowing a little goes a long way. Ideally, when you're having those deep conversations, you know, mentioned in the previous example, those important details may come to the surface. So while you're having deep conversations and you're engaged and that person really starts to open up, they may start to share some of the important details in their lives. Take a mental note of those. You know, another simple way to find out what's important is to ask. You know, when someone catches your ear, how important is that to you? You know, all you have to ask is, how is that important to you? You know, once they say something and you can kind of prompt what's important and what's not important. And even when you ask the question of how important is that to you, it's still their choice whether they want to share that information with you or not. I just gave you five things that you can do to build and maintain meaningful relationships. 
real quickly. The first one was fix yourself. Second was focus on what you can provide to the other person. Three, do meaningful things together. Four, have deep conversations. And five, consider important details in their lives. Let's wrap this up with these next five points that I want to make. Number six, people always remember how you made them feel. They might forget what you said, but they never forget how you made them feel. If you can make the other person feel good or even feel good about themselves, your relationship will grow. If you make the other person feel guilty, lazy, ashamed, or any other negative emotion, you know you're losing ground. You're not nurturing the relationship. You're tearing it apart. Address behaviors and avoid attacking anyone. You're not perfect. They're not perfect. And what you say to each other matters. How you say it matters as well. So be mindful, regardless of its truthfulness, of what and how you say what comes out of your mouth. Remember, relationships wither because they're not nurtured, they're ignored, or lack energy. I'm not saying you should not be truthful. Let me go back to that point again. I often have to explain sometimes to folks, I may not apologize for what I said, because when I say something, you can best believe that I have thought through it before it comes out of my mouth. What I will apologize for oftentimes is how I say things, because I can come across as cold, or at least I've been told that I can come across as cold. So I don't always want my message to be missed because of how I said what I said. I am cognizant and aware of how I make people feel. And if I unintentionally make you feel bad, I'm going to seek to find out why that is so. And it may not be so much in my message, but in my method of how I said it. So again, People will always remember how you made them feel. That's number six. Number seven, be good to yourself. This kind of relates to number one, fix yourself. This one is be good to yourself. If you don't love and respect yourself, others will be less likely to do so as well. You know, when you're good to yourself, others will respect you and treat you well most of the time. You know, I can't always dictate how someone's going to treat me, but if I'm not good to myself, I can expect I can't expect it from anyone else. Again, there goes that reciprocity factor again. Being good to yourself may look like carrying yourself in such a manner that attracts rather than distracts others from wanting to be around you. I can't honestly tell you what that is other than for you to be observant and notice it for yourself. I guess as an example, I'll call it the Eeyore effect. You know, Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Do you see and carry yourself as a pessimistic and gloomy person? Eeyore was always so drab and so down. If you truly feel this way, maybe you should seriously seek the help of a professional. And I say that from a heart of kindness. 
also you probably aren't looking hard enough at the good you have to offer in either situation being good to yourself is vital to building and maintaining meaningful relationships because if you're being good to yourself you'll know when someone else is not being good to you but if you're not good to yourself you're going to accept unnecessary behaviors towards you and that's when relationships get kind of rocky and I'm going to leave it at that I'm not going to go into that that's a, a whole other topic so number seven be good to yourself number eight get back to others quickly now this is just out of common courtesy we all have that friend or that person who ignores our emails our phone calls and texts of course there may be reasons why they're ignored but avoid becoming known as the person that rarely returns messages sure you may have your reasons for doing so however when it becomes a habit of not getting back with folks they'll oblige and stop reaching out to you totally see they can start ignoring you and yeah you may be saying I, I don't care but we're talking about building and maintaining meaningful relationships plus you might create and develop a reputation that you don't want but in other people's eyes you deserve would you want what you do to others for them to do it back to you your answer says a lot about you it says a lot about your character because your character matters as you're seeking to build and maintain meaningful relationships go back to the character matters episode if you need more information about what that's what that entails so number eight get back to others quickly number nine be patient and forgiving every once in a while you're going to take some damage from a friend or family member that's having a bad day or they just may say something out of character that just catches you totally off guard you know learn to forgive and forget the occasional outbursts and I say occasional hopefully you'll receive the same consideration again no one is perfect there's a gospel song that goes this way please be patient with me God is not through with me yet are you familiar with that tune be patient and forgiving as you would want them to be with you let me repeat that be as patient and forgiving as you would want them to be with you because at some point you're going to need the same thing think of it this way patience is a virtue and forgiving is for you patience is a virtue and forgiving is for you here's number 10 my last my last point get personal social media text messages and emails wonderful inventions in some aspects however these are poor substitutes for real conversation make the effort to talk to someone in person or on the phone if you want to make good use of technology and distance is a factor try video calls or video conferencing 
for which I hate myself. Nonetheless, it's free and you can see each other if you so choose. After all, we are social beings and we need social interaction in our relationships. Let me go through these 10 points real quickly. Fix yourself. Two, focus on what you can provide to the other person. Three, do meaningful things together. Four, have deep conversations. Five, consider important details in their lives. Six, people always remember how you made them feel. Seven, be good to yourself. Eight, get back quickly to others. Nine, be patient and forgiving. And number 10, get personal. Are your relationships everything you'd like them to be? Meaningful relationships are one of the key components of success. Unless you're a hermit living in a cave somewhere, everything that we do is centered on relationships. Give your relationships the time, the attention, and energy they require to blossom and flourish. Great relationships bring new meaning to your life. So, be a great friend, be a great family member, be a great co-worker, and be a great partner. With this podcast, I hope we're building a meaningful relationship. If you have not done so, I encourage you to subscribe to the Becoming a Better You podcast with Herm Allen on your preferred platform. And I want you to do that so we can continue building a meaningful relationship as we strive together to become a better person. I'm your Dean of Personal Growth signing off. And always remember, personal growth makes you better. Take care and God bless.